Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really what it is, though, is we are not our physical selves. Right. So the you that's, that we're talking like about. That's the secret. The that's you, the secret that most people don't yeah. understand. When you say, <laughs> like when Eckhart Tolle said, I can no longer live with myself. He's not talking yes. about this he's talking about the little nugget of light way deep down inside buried that has yet to you know whatever it's just it always annoys me when someone says are you happy now because they're they're not really asking the question and, and no they're not happy that little thing didn't make them happy. And then the way you say it, are you if, happy now? That definitely doesn't And if the make little thing happy. did make them happy, what doesn't make them happy is having passive aggression shoved in their face. Right. Well, I was happy until you decided to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because that thing that you're doing that they asked probably was making them happy. Right, and but you then, ruined it. And now you ruined it. Are you happy it. now? Well, no, because you're an asshole. And then you ruined it. Yeah, which is my job. Welcome to Come Believe Town. <laughs> Are you happy now? <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. Are you happy now? I was thinking that that could have been the name of the show if we thought about it. So, um. Sarcastically. So, welcome. What are we, what are we talking about today? Yeah. What, is, what do you have planned? <laughs> You're the planner, Amy. No, we had a story conference right before this. We, oh, we, we did? had a couple yeah, of ideas. Yeah, yeah, we have some ideas. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. I just That's normal. Up. We're used to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a while, so you kind of have yeah. to be like, who are you again? Yeah. <laughs> Do I know you? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, what's the what's the book? Is it non-duality? It's a non-dual non-duality book. This is. Uh, These are always confusing conversations. I can't wait for this. Yeah. We should do this one later. My mind's not quite alert yet. Yeah, maybe we should start with yours. <laughs> no, um, this is uh, uh, the way of effortless mindfulness by uh, Locke Kelly. Effortless mindfulness is basically his uh, term for non-dual awareness, mm-hmm. or not that whole non-dualistic mm-hmm. meditation. Which means, for those in the, <clears throat> the 
in the way back seats who don't know what we're talking about when we say non-dual. Meaning? <laughs> it's so hard to explain. Here goes half of the episode right here trying to explain it. Non-duality is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. You are not thinking about me versus you. Mm-hmm. You're not putting things in categories. It's all one. Mm-hmm. So, and so the awareness that you're looking for is the, um, the awareness of awareness itself, mm. opposed to being just aware of your uh-huh. thoughts, being aware mm-hmm. of your ego. Yeah. So you're looking for that full unity. I think that's the hardest part is figuring out the being aware of awareness, because then you're yeah. like, am I being aware of awareness right now? And then does that ruin my awareness or what, what's going it on? It does. <laughs> Every time I'm sitting there going, am I... I've, I, every time I go through a thing and I'm like, oh, I think I was in aware of awareness at that point. But then as soon as I start thinking, was that it? That's a thought and it's ruined. Yeah. Yeah. You have to sort of like sneak in, sneak um, in sideways almost. You realize it almost after the fact. So the generic, well, not even generic, but the, the, the probably the easiest term to describe non-duality is oneness. Right. So that's the that. term that gets thrown around a lot that sort of gets overused i think it's kind of like calling somebody a genius uh oneness but it's like oneness is like oh yeah 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 everybody's one everything's one yeah yeah i got you but it's like that it's like that it's like the academic version of oneness it's like you're really thinking about like everything is connected as one organism the the leaves the people the microphones mm-hmm. easy Easy peasy. Well, why we've done so many episodes about how, <laughs> about this? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out yeah. what things I'm one with. Your pain. Yes, I am one with pain. <laughs> like the Star Wars mantra: "I am, yeah. I am pain, and pain is me." Uh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't do any. Uh, you had to bring up my least favorite thing. I know, about that, but that was the point. It doesn't do any good to say. Uh, the force, I am the force, the force is with me, whatever exactly he said. We, Just repeating it over and over doesn't do anything. We should. <laughs> do a force. Not now. Do an episode on how the force ties in with this stuff. Because the force. There's an is, entire religion. The force is the whole, is the whole, is another word for the universe. Yeah. Uh, it's just, sounds cool because say the force, you know. But there's force, there's the Jedi mind tricks, and they're, they're, those guys are those guys are monks. They're meditating. Yeah. Like they, we don't ever see it. Actually, we do see it. They meditate a lot. Well, have you have you read anything by the Jedi Church? There's a whole no. Book. I, I considered it the buying the book actually just for fun, um, because I'm like, hey, it might be cool. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. I so much because uh, you and I and the select few people discuss the Force all the time as. Uh, Sort of in the way we're talking about, you know, meditation yeah. and awareness and universal intelligence, and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like so many people um, haven't. I think most people don't think of the force that way in Star Wars. They mm. just think of it. Oh, it's just magic. They BS. think of it as a magic trick. Yeah. 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 Um, but actually, it's this whole. Uh, I don't know. It's like being one with the universe and whatever. And. You know, there's those, there's the, I think you even said you had an experience where you felt like you were levitating, you were floating. 
Um, that's the force. That's the force. <laughs> they do that all the time. I mean, it seems to be readily available to them. I don't I mean. Like Deepak Chopra, there's a picture of Deepak Chopra and he's levitating. And he just like was up, lifted in the air, and it's not photoshopped. It's notoriously debated photograph, obviously. Oh, really? I've never seen it. There. I have to look yeah. for it. Um, there's a whole Snopes entry on was Deepak Chopra actually meditating? Um, but he is. Um, somebody just snapped a picture while he was there working with somebody, and he's like three or four feet off the ground. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. I'll is he to... sitting or standing? He or... is in the lotus position. So it's not like he jumped, unless he jumped, crossed his legs into the lotus position, and they snapped that picture all in that split second, you know, and it was before the days of, like, Photoshop, necessarily, right. you know. Uh-huh. These days, we could we can make Brad levitate. He's never going to levitate in his fucking life. But we could Photoshop him levitating. Yes. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Very, in minutes, I can do that. Yeah. I'll have to look for it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. So the this book is a non-duality. So it's what's right. it so called? What's, Something um, mindfulness, what he calls it? The way of effortless, effortless mindfulness. mindfulness. Yeah. Okay. So what's cool about it is he's got, um, throughout the whole book, he, he's got these, what he calls, glimpses, which is, which is sort of uh, short meditations that you can read through and then do or you can record them or you know as a as a guided meditation kind of thing and that's that's what i figured that this could be this could mm-hmm. be like a uh, guided meditation mm-hmm. uh, i'll just uh, read this particular glimpse and uh, you can follow along mm-hmm. and see if it's helpful at all if it sort okay. of um, gives you anything is there or, a- or not is there a so this particular one is called uh, awake awareness knows without using thought or attention in this glimpse instead of focusing on what we are aware of we will have awareness to be aware of itself aware of awareness right yeah so instead of being aware of what you're aware of falling back Falling back again, <laughs> falling back into awareness itself. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I feel like that could take years to one to figure out what it's saying, but then two I, to get to where. Oh, okay, I, I get it. I do think traditionally, people, me, I'm, I'm evidence I think you're of this. Over, it. over, you overthink it. They overthink over, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I've caught myself a couple of times feeling what I thought was it, and then I'm sitting there thinking, was that it? And then, like Brad was saying just a second ago, was that it? Is, is that it? Is that it? But then it's Did constantly... It <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we do it yet? That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> so this is... This is uh, 10 steps, mm-hmm. and uh, I figure well, I'll do it. I'll, I'll read through each one, and I'll give you the numbers so you know, can sort of keep track of where we are, because I'll pause in between each one so that mm-hmm. you can, you know, take in what the instruction is, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, before we move forward. Okay. All right? You ready? So this will basically be like a guided meditation. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, number one, 
To begin, simply close your eyes while allowing your awareness to remain open. Feel your breath moving within your body. Feel your whole body from within while noticing your breathing happening by itself for three breaths. Be easy and comfortable. Relax while remaining alert. Take a moment to see what is here now. Notice how your body is feeling. Is it uncomfortable? Comfortable? Agitated? Relaxed? Tired? Or neutral? Just be aware of your body without trying to change it. Just be aware of it is as it is. Now simply notice what is aware of these feelings and sensations. Feel the awareness in which these sensations are happening. Rather than being aware of sensations, feel the awareness that is aware. Notice that the awareness is not tired, is not in pain, is not agitated or anxious. Feel how this awareness is with your body. Now, notice the activity of your mind and thoughts. Just be aware of whether your thoughts are agitated, calm, tired, emotional, anxious, or neutral. Without changing anything at all, allow your mind and thoughts to be as they are. Now notice the space in which thoughts are moving. Be interested in the awareness instead of the thoughts. Shift to notice not just the content, but the context. Feel the awareness that is aware. Notice how awareness allows your mind to be as it is without changing anything. Begin to notice that awake awareness is alert clear and non-judgmental. 
feel the awareness that is not tired, anxious, or in pain. Notice that awake awareness is all around and inherent within your body and within your mind. Instead of being identified with the states of your body or mind or trying to accept or change them, simply become interested in what is aware. What is awareness like that is already accepting of things as they are right here and now? Notice the awareness of the next sound you hear. Does awareness have a location or size? What is it like to be aware of experiences from this pain-free, spacious awareness. Now simply rest as the awareness that is aware of your thoughts and sensations. Hang out as awareness without going up to thought, to know, or down to sleep, to rest. Be the awareness that welcomes your sensations and thoughts. Ask yourself, am I aware of this spacious awareness? What's it like? when I'm aware from this spacious awareness which is welcoming all thoughts, feelings, and sensations. Notice that the awareness is aware from all around and from within. It is spacious and pervasive. Let go of focusing on any one thing. Be aware of everything without labeling. Feel that your awareness is no longer knowing from thought. Feel what it is like to be aware from awareness, which includes your thoughts and sensations from head to toe. Simply let everything be as it is and remain uncontracted, undistracted, welcoming without any effort. when you're ready, start returning back into your body, wiggle your fingers and toes, 
you're comfortable, you can open your eyes. You were sleeping, weren't you? <laughs> I was switching. It, as let, me, I was let, me, let me let me let me let me see this. Can I see this book? It's amazing to me that books like this even get read because the audience for this book has got to be so particular and I don't want to say small, but you know what I mean, like such a um uh. niche like really? such a small niche yeah like <clears throat> see i think that you know i think that just renaming it instead of calling it non-duality mm -hmm. calling it effortless With mindfulness, mindfulness. that's sort of um an Smart, effort to mindfulness right yeah, making it more mainstream yeah 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 um it's funny because i can't i can't really remember all the things you mentioned that you went through in there but at one point, the lawnmower across the street or whatever started started happening, and it is an interesting. Di Here you can have this back. It is an inf interesting difference to say there's a lawnmower over there and to just notice it, and then right around that time you said now without any labeling. So then you're sitting there trying to think, trying not to think that it's a lawnmower, but to to know that it's there. It's hard because the the lawn just the word lawnmower that's a thought, mm -hmm. you know. How do you, and, and, how and do, you even, do that? And even beyond <laughs> that, simply knowing that you you are the sound itself. Yeah. We didn't get there. <laughs> we didn't get there. <laughs> Red, you just look like you woke up from a nap. It's good. It's very relaxing. Okay. That's relaxing, isn't it? Why were you switching while we were while we were doing that? Why don't you put it on the wide shot and then? Because I was aware of everything, so in my mind, with my eyes closed, I was like switching to her when she talked, and then I wanted cutaways when we're like, you know, <laughs> we're doing a show, and that felt more important to me. <laughs> I feel like I could focus on that. Well, I, I, by the way. Your voice is, I mean, we need to be doing meditation. I've been trying to get her to be doing these for a while, and she keeps saying, ah, you're better for it. Dude, when my, my eyes are closed, yeah. and I'm like, this is the perfect sounding voice. It's perfectly breathy and whatever. Perfectly just, breathy. Um, well, some people okay, are too Okay, put it back in your pants. <laughs> They're like, sometimes put the like, mouse put back in the house. too much effort into the... And uh, yeah. well, just but she was just calm and it just sounded great. Uh, just the voice alone was yeah. just calm. On a related note, I did that floating meditation that I told you about. I recorded a thing, did music, and recorded and pr produced a whole meditation to put on Insight Timer and maybe out in our feed. But the first pass, that's what Brad said to me is like, "You sound good, but I wish it was more relaxing." Yeah. So you're you're initial attempt at that was it was a relaxing you do that naturally well so now we have <laughs> now i have we have to now we have to make convince you to do it yeah guided yeah. meditation yeah time. that's the perfect little snippet we could put on just yeah. stand alone yeah. and people could just do that whole thing the here's 
it's it's so see, I don't, simple. See, I don't like coming up with the meditation. Yeah. You know, like uh, again, this was Locke Kelly's. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the, I, this exercise is, and the non-duality thing in general is so simple that it's complicated. Yeah. Um, because, like we were saying with the lawnmower, or the dog started uh, chewing on something in in the other room. Like I heard it, but the first thing that I thought was. Emma's in there chewing on the thing, mm-hmm. and that ruins the thing, you know. And if you were in in true non-dual mode, you would have this this instinctive experience that I'm chewing I am, on the thing. I am chewing the bone. Yeah, there is no difference between you and Emma. Emma is the dog. So she is cuter than me. So what you're saying is, but I'm... I think you just. <laughs> You just have to try to repeat it and read yeah. and listen to people who talk about it because you never know what's going to hit you. Um, mm-hmm. There was, uh, what, what was his name again? Um, Wallace. Christopher Wallace. <clears throat> Christopher Wallace. Yeah. He was talking about it, and I don't remember the exact words he said, but he said something like, isn't it true that, that my, oh gosh, you, what, isn't it true say? that my voice only exists within your awareness? Something like that is what you said. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Isn't it true that the sound of my voice is is you or something? Yeah, I I wish I I wish I'd memorized what he said, but in that moment, as I heard it, it just I had the experience, yeah. and it was like, oh shit. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it it just that was the thing that hit me, and I've been struggling through other books, yeah. and I've been trying. I've you know done all these exercises, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> so many this of is the, not working. So many of the words that they use are words you have to think about the meaning of. Yeah, there's something you said in there that made me laugh because it the the. It was like a sentence that required a trip, three trips to the dictionary. And I'm like, <laughs> I just, maybe and it's, it's words one, that you think you know the meaning of, but when you hear them in context like that, you're sort of like, am I really getting the word? Am I understanding the word? And you have to stop and go through. Uh-huh. And that pulled me out. I, a couple of times I almost started laughing because of the, because of it, it's, um, it's like very academic in its language, the lexicon, you know what uh-huh. I mean? And I'm a word person. I love it, but it just it does make me want to make a trip to the. One of the things maybe that I like uh, Locke is because he uses my words, the words that I chose. <laughs> you're, you're aware of awareness. Yeah, that, that he was does. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, my yeah. choice right from the beginning. <laughs> and then you know, in this book, that's those are the words that he used that he uses. So to me, that makes perfect sense. It is calm, and that, mm-hmm. that little thing did help get you to a place where you could at least get the sensation of awareness, of aware of awareness. Yeah, again, it's that whole thing of, of not focusing on the content, yeah. but the context. I think that's uh, one of the key sort of sentences in that whole thing, to remember that when you are observing the content, you're still in dual mode. So become the content, mm-hmm. like feel that all of this is happening inside of you. 
all of this is you. Do you think it helps to get to that spot and then to consciously like remember to say it that way? I am biting the bone. Because it's still a thought, but it's like training your mind to think that way. It's a habit you have to get into. Yeah. I I am annoying when I look at Brad. (laughs) I am being annoying. I thought... It was opposite. And then again, no, but if everything's everything, these are glimpses too. In the beginning, you know, you just I look at Brett and I think, of it. I am so annoying right now. Oh, I, I get it now. When I'm annoying, you I are did the annoying. thing. I, I got him to the point. I wish I could. You are me. But the, when the, the reverse should be true, or shouldn't I be happier? No. Well, you're just, uh, you're... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're, uh, you're obsessing about your own thoughts, though. You get it conceptually, but you are, you're thinking still of the, not the context, but the content. That's what she just said. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... I got it. <laughs> it's, um... It's still work to get there, though. Um, I'm just, I'm too, I'm almost two years into meditation. I'm, I'm just getting to the point now. It seems weird to think as, as effortless as meditation can be. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to think that it's taken me almost two years to get to a point where I can sit down and meditate. Um, and pretty much every time get to a, the, just the still calmness part, you know, the, Finally, even if I'm meditating for 20 minutes, I might finally take the last three or four minutes and finally get all the the static cleared just for just a few seconds or a few moments of whatever. And that's like real progress. The fact that it takes two years and it's not like I'm a casual meditator. I meditate twice a day. I'm taught we have a fucking podcast. We talk about it hours and hours at a time. It's not like I'm just like, and then eh, you're trying meditation. The, the Facebook, mindset, yeah, the, the ma- Facebook mindset thing. thing, yeah. And it, what are you doing now? Three times a week? We do three times a week, except we're about to go on summer hiatus. Okay. Because but you were doing seven times a week. We right? were doing every in in April. We did every day. Every day. Because yeah. we did a thirty day meditation right. thing. Right. Um, but so many like today, I had somebody scheduled to cover, it and they they had to, the host had to back out, and that's happened to me three or four times in the last two weeks. Really, in the last three weeks, everybody has bailed on yeah. me. I'd have to scramble. And I don't want to lead all of them myself. Cause yeah. That's one of the reasons why I haven't volunteered yet, because it's at 4.30 or 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock yeah. uh, on work days, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to pull myself together to like, do that. Well, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> it, 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 but it's You're just been, not trying hard I've been. I've been on... On, you know, I've been on virtual learning. I'm a teacher, so I've had afternoons available most times. Yeah. And, uh, but everybody's going on their summer vacations and everything. And uh, so people who are hosting, who are co-hosting with me have not been available. And 
I keep having people just have to cancel me at the last minute and it's hard for me to plan my own life knowing that that window at four o'clock I might have to not only be available but know what I want to say or talk about because you can't just go on there and say okay we're gonna do some more breathing again for the 70th time you know we have to you know you have to collect your thoughts you know well you could just have several things set up so that if you do have an emergency thing, you got one ready yeah I kind of kind of do but it it does also when I do stuff like that I've found that the best ones for me when I'm hosting them are if I talk about what I if I go through what I need that day you know almost like uh well here's what's been here's what I've been thinking about and then I I it's a lot easier to convey that than when I'm just faking something not faking something but you know just pulling another um, breath thing out you know and it's all breath like I'm all I always almost always go th- the way in for me is breath so but but we have a bunch of them and i'm glad you mentioned it because we i talked to amy brad about we're i think we will start putting those those meditations that we've been doing in in the group out on fridays here in our in our feed that's good good they're 20 minute little things don't listen while you're driving and i halfway through our little thing just there i thought we didn't tell anybody not to listen to this while we're driving i hope people know not to listen now now after the fact i hope people knew not to do that while they were driving you can record a quick thing where you say that or just put the words up but if they're driving and you put the words up they won't see that (laughs) so you'll you'll have to say that so um yeah and we'll put those out on the Instagram yes. TV as well. Yeah, That's cool. And hopefully, yeah. I think it's cool whenever we have one thing that we do in the show that we can put out separately. Uh, like that thing we just did. I'm excited yeah. for that could be something midweek that, that we is can a, put up. A, it's, when, when we're, it's almost like when we're in this bubble and we have these conversations. When I leave these conversations, it's so clear to me. You get five minutes out, a little less clear. An hour later that day, when I'm still thinking about it, it's like, what were we saying? <laughs> it's like it's like you're trying to <laughs> grasp onto it, so you can remember it again. You know, it's the same way when you read a book that really resonates with you, uh, like the Eckhart Tolle book that that I've been working my way through one sentence at a time, really, because every paragraph he's got like zingers. He, he that really just, is brilliant. He's so fucking good. And that's just his one book. It's going to take me my lifetime to read all his other stuff because he's actually got a course right now that he's offering. Really? Yeah. That it's like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's Eckhart Tolle helping, you know, like it's like a sort of Eckhart Tolle masterclass on consciousness or awareness. And I really want to take that, but I'm like, it will take me a lifetime because he's got the zingers. But when you're listening to it or reading it and you shut the book for a second, you think... Let it sink in. You go, this is good shit. <laughs> An hour later, you're like, what was it again? It was this and this. And it is partially me overthinking the thing because I'm a word guy. Words, the specific words hit a, like a like a tuning fork in yes. my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if it's not said the same way, it doesn't even, it almost doesn't even like mean the same thing to me. When I'm still trying to grasp it, you just fake it till you make it. That's you know? why English is important. 
Punctuation matters. Punctuation <laughs> Spelling matters. matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I guess I need to work on that. <laughs> Like, what am I going to watch YouTube on how to do Because, But that's why it's it's so good to listen to a lot of different people yeah, because you yeah. don't know. Different people will say the same thing, just you know, just slightly yeah, different yeah. in their own words. And one of them will hit you just right. And you never really know. Like, one, one day you might just not be. It's like when you see it, watch a comedy and you're like, I'm really not in the mood for this. Yeah. My favorite comedy ever is named The Big Lebowski. When I first saw it, I hated it. And I'm surprised that anyone ever convinced me to watch it again. Okay? But when I did, I was like, this is brilliant. What was wrong with me the first time I saw this movie? Like, because yeah. I did not like it. And right. then I, over time, have grown to love it. Part of the reason I love it so much is because I know I hated it when I first saw it. And it's like, look how far I've come with this movie. This, I, But... But it's like that. Sometimes you're just not in the right mindset, the right mood, the right whatever to hear it right. or to see it. And then the next time the planets align and boom, like it yeah. falls into place. I've, I've We're talking found, about a, a comedy, but this you could also meditation. I, yeah. I had a similar experience where uh, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed how weird and just whatever it was in the, the characters. I guess that's what I really enjoyed. Like, forget plot or what's, you know, the characters were just doing what yeah. they, you know, were born to do. Or, you know, mm -hmm. they were just reacting and going. They weren't being driven by a plot. Um, and I remember uh, thinking it was, there, there were parts that were just hilarious to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I wasn't sure. Is this great or good or what? Is it just, am I the only one that likes this, you know? Uh, and then I and then I thought oh, I bet my brother would love this because he loves these weird things like Snatch, Brad Pitt like his yeah. favorite thing was the way he talked. Uh, but when I sat down to watch it with them, I immediately I immediately thought, oh no, this, this might be terrible. a disaster because I don't know if he'll get all of this. Yeah. But uh, but then it ended up. So the point I'm getting at is that watching it with someone else. I was able to be more object objective yeah. outside of myself, and then I could mm -hmm. see, oh yeah, this is hilarious. I was right. He's laughing at all those parts. This what is what was great. it? He probably doesn't remember the name of the movie. Uh, what what was it? I'm talking about your the Big Lebowski. Oh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about that okay. movie. At first, when I was went sat down to watch it, I was mm -hmm. like, is this what I thought it was? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I went off on that tangent, but I had a similar We were experience. obsessed with the content, but not the context. I guess you're right. There were, I think that is true. I also like the, uh, the there's a phrase in that line there where you're talking about, uh, it's a C word. It's like uh, not compressed, con. Was it diluted? Part of the. Convoluted. Yeah, it was part of the thing. It was. Um, um, I can't think of it, and it's it's a word that uh, like I can't just. You need to Google it now. It was early on. No, it's in this. It's in the text. Comfortable. Over. No. Uh, it was a c word. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it on our show before. 
or at least in our conversations it has come up content <clears throat> context Nope. Uh, hmm. um, um, I don't know. I, I'm not. This is my favorite not, part of the show. I know. I'm like, why are we? I'm not going? seeing anything. Spacious um, awareness. Um, it's not compressed. It's contracted. Contracted. Yeah, it's contracted. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we've talked about like uh, contracted, like being, like I can't remember the conversation we had, but it was basically basically saying most of our problems are because we are contracted and not right ex- expanded. I don't think the, I can't remember the other word we used to to describe the flip side of it, but we're all contracted. We are not open. We are closed. We are tight. We are w- tightly wound because of whatever and really what we need to be is the opposite of that um and it's really just a mindset mm-hmm. it's an outlook i present to you brad i don't know why you're pointing at me because you're always uh, what's the word contracted you're always contracted i was born <laughs> contracted yeah, that I whole contracted. Now, now point. I remember the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that whole. Um... <laughs> from from completely uh, unlimited, non-contracted states yeah. being the spiritual one with everything, yeah. and then as you move down into denser uh, spaces of consciousness Mm -hmm. the physical body is the most contracted state and then of course each individual can be more or less contracted also that was that whole thing about that there's no sin that you're Mm -hmm. never wrong you know that there's nothing wrong with you yeah not that you can't be you know, yeah. factually incorrect right. or something no like that. Thing you can do things that, that are that, wrong, but yes. you weren't born but wrong. But you're not, there's nothing wrong with you yeah, the way you are. Uh, um, Ram Das said, and we talked about recently, yeah. there's no bad people, there are only bad deeds. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like we aren't, we aren't, we aren't bad. We might do things that aren't, that aren't good, but it, those are our actions, not necessarily our true self. Like, because some, some people do, think I'm completely lost. I'm going to hell. Like I'm and then they start to convince themselves, well then nothing I do matters, so I can just be an even bigger asshole for the rest of my life because I've already burned all bridges. Right. You know. Um yeah. But if deep down inside you can you learn, convince yourself or realize or come to terms with the fact that there isn't nothing wrong with you. Is it is that sort of talking about how right and wrong is perception i mean murdering someone is wrong and there are certain things that are just humanly wrong uh but just like by nature by default Mm -hmm. outside of doing something that's wrong just sitting here it's hard for me to say that sitting here there's nothing wrong i look at you and i think yeah there's something wrong there's definitely (laughs) something wrong (laughs) with me it is probably the lesson of your lifetime to come to terms with the fact that there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> but here's the thing. Really what it is, though, is we are not our physical selves. Right. 
So the you that's, that we're talking like about. That's like the secret. The that's you, the secret that most people don't yeah. understand. When you say, <laughs> like when Eckhart Tolle said, I can no longer live with myself. He's not talking yes. about this. He's talking about the little nugget of light way deep down inside, buried, that has yet to, you know, whatever. What was, what was you, what, what did you do? You said... Physically, the physical. Oh. Like, like when he says, I can no longer live with myself, or the, what we're talking about is not the self. Right, okay. It's the true self. The body. Like the, yeah. what people would call the soul or consciousness or awareness, like that doesn't have a, a physical entity, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, Brad, there is nothing wrong with you somewhere. Somewhere in there, there's a part of you. There's nothing wrong. Right. It. it just it's buried underneath all that is wrong. <laughs> Very. That's the key. Underneath what is wrong with me, there's nothing wrong. But with I. Me. But I do ultimately feel. I mean, sitting here talking about it, like um, it's just unproductive thinking to say, well, like. What I just said, I was making a joke, but yeah. to go through all that is wrong to get to the joke, like that's not really it. But I this think- right here and your and your mindset and your outlook, I'm just talking about you because we're talking about you, but everybody's got this. Is yeah. your this is just one layer of uh, contract contraction you have to mm-hmm. peel past to get to that thing. And unfortunately right. for you, you grew up like this and that has burned itself on your your mindset for year old, like 40 something yeah. years now. I say he's old, but I'm older than him. That's the joke. He oh. just, he, yeah, it was hilarious, right? I love but look how much old. older he looks than I, that's what I'm saying. Like, but what I'm saying is it's like, it's, it's just like a lot of people grow up super sensitive. Like me, I grew up really sensitive. So my, my layers to peel past are more emotional than physical. You know, so but you just have physical layers that have burned on your brain over all this time that have gotten into your like psyche, like your overthinking mind that we were we were talking about that has created that those that has created the obstacles you have to go through to get yeah. to that. I think we all feel that there's something wrong with this, that this the inner voice. that's always critical. Yeah, there's yeah. always I mean, there's there's. <sighs> Even we were talking about narcissism a couple of weeks ago and how narcissism, in my mind, really is like a, a deep-seated self-hatred. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so deep-seated that they don't realize that that's where it's coming from. But even them, there's all those things, like insecurities and whatever, that causes them to be like that. I think everybody has, even if some people are so effortless in their own skin, just comfortable, happy, pleasant people but even they have stuff you know mm-hmm. uh everybody's got it's, something it's it's part of being a human yeah. being. it's part of having a brain it's about how effective are you with living you know yeah. with living with it it's it's frustrating because i was thinking about the um who said i think therefore i am is it is it it's not nietzsche does that mean? Um, I don't know. Son don't know. of a That's bitch. That's the first time I've ever done that. 
Yeah. What do you mean, yeah, on this show? <laughs> on this show. It's only been 15 episodes. Oh, <laughs> um, is it, it wasn't, who said I think, therefore I am? It, that, that is the I problem. <laughs> That's the thing. He's, like, he said it, but, and the thing is, it is true. So many people think that I think, therefore I am. No, you are. That is why you think, you exactly. know. So, but so many people think when you say to them, you're not your thoughts. That to me right there actually hit me just the right way. <laughs> you're welcome. I <I'm>, hope <laughs> I can remember you, what you, I said. <laughs> you are, therefore you think. Yeah. That to me is, was like a little light bulb yeah, Me too, I think. That was good. That was good. Thank you. Um, thank you. I'm glad that, I'm glad we had this conversation. No. You are, what is the original... I think, I think therefore, therefore I, I am. am. Oh. And so but, more accurate would be you yeah. are, therefore you think. Yeah. But so it's many brilliant. people. When you, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm trying not to get too excited about it because I got cameras on me and everything. But I'll I'll pat myself on the back later. But so many people, when you tell them you're not your. I, I have to constantly remind myself. The, the thing is, I've gotten to the point recently where I am mindful enough to think to say to myself, you feel this way because you're fixated on your thoughts. Like, so I'll just say to myself, you're not your fucking thoughts. I just say it over and over, over again. Um, but you tell someone you're not your thoughts. And you're like, wait a minute. I think therefore I am like, it's burned in our brains that we aren't real yeah. unless we are like our thoughts are what are, are define us and, yeah. and they are what define us, but it's, we got to, it's, they're, it's not good for us to be defined by our thoughts. And also, you have to remember that your thoughts are not, uh, they don't live by themselves. They bring emotions with them. Mm -hmm. And so you can't have thinking without also having emotions. Yeah. And depending on what your thoughts are, you're going to have a lot of pain. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's sort of where this whole idea comes from, that the root of all suffering is your mind yeah and because we have so many negative thoughts and then we get negative emotions and you can't separate the two so you can't have a painful thought and not feel this emotional right. anguish that got so that many of it. our thoughts or are originated by our self-defense mechanism slash ego yeah that is saying uh you remember that one time 35 years ago when somebody said this one sentence to you and it upset you like what if somebody says that again so Maybe you're at a party. So you're walking into a party, remember that one time, 35. It's like it just it builds up in your thing. And it's mm -hmm. just um, that's why they come with that's why they come with emotions. That's why your your thoughts are most of those thoughts like that, those anxieties or whatever, insecurities or whatever, they all are related to your ego trying to protect you. Yeah. Because really... I mean, think think how emotional it is when somebody informs you that you are wrong about something. Let's say How's you make feel? you make a statement, and then somebody counters with a fact that proves that you are factually uh -huh. incorrect. It's an emotional thing. Yeah. So why is yeah. that? It's because we identify with the thought. Mm -hmm. We thought we were correct, and because the the uh, the fact, the content. Mm -hmm of the statement is incorrect all of a sudden we our entire being mm -hmm. is just shit Stephen because... Covey <laughs> Stephen Covey says the problem with opinions is that we end up investing our our uh, 
our self-esteem is wrapped yeah. up in in our opinions. So yeah. like if we if, if we are proven to be wrong, it shatters us. Yeah. Even it shouldn't. It really but, shouldn't. But it it does. I mean, you should be able to just go, "Oh, just flip on a dime. Well, I guess I'll just change my mind yeah. then." <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. "Why yeah. is it so hard to change yeah. our mind?" It's it, because the emotions that go with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It takes practice. That's why yeah. the Stephen Covey did the seven habits of highly effective yeah. people. So to me, that's a habit you have to develop of yeah. stop having, uh, stop connecting my emotional security to an idea. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. I, I like to take the, my, whenever I'm talking with someone about, I'm open to, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the, the secret to me not having, um, my feelings hurt <laughs> i guess if i'm wrong or wanting to be defensive that's our immediate yeah. uh, reaction is yeah. to be defensive yeah. as opposed to listening because yeah. um, you're not just defending the the idea you're defending your entire yeah. self you feel you're, like you're, you're defending very, yourself yeah yeah, yeah. in fact um, covey's core. exact covey's exact not exact wording but what covey said was our ego is invested in our opinion yeah. Yeah. Which is a better way of saying it. Our ego gets so invested in our opinion that if we ever are proven wrong, it yeah. like crushes our ego. Like when it really is just. Well, what, I, what I was trying to get to is that um, I, I, what do you call it? I've sort of, uh, what do you call it? Um, I've gotten it to where that isn't such a raw nerve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because uh, my, I, I get myself to, uh, I want to know if I am wrong. I want to, mm -hmm. I want to be right. So I want to be open. Let me have this discussion with this person, and let me see it through their eyes. Um, and let me consider it. I like to consider. I get more into the discussion of it, and like uh, mm -hmm. sort of a devil's advocate kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I, I like to just say, okay. What if I'm wrong? Even though if I know I'm right, when I'm talking with someone, I'm like, okay, what if? And mm -hmm. then I like to try and just explore that. And then I will think about the conversation later, like more logically. Let me see. I guess what it is, oh, it's to seek first to understand, then to be mm -hmm. understood. That's what helps me remove my ego from de wanting to defend whether mm -hmm. I'm right. Because I feel <clears> like <throat> if I understand what, what you're talking about, where you're coming from and why... Then I could maybe bring myself more into the uh, middle to where, oh, okay, maybe I'll shift my thinking a little bit because mm -hmm. I do want to be right. Because that's the worst thing for me, is if if I'm sitting standing there defending myself, and then later I realize, oh, I was making an ass of myself. I was totally wrong. I is that why that. you're in such a bad mood, so sad all the time? Because huh? you make an ass out of yourself every day. <laughs> no one's there to see if I'm... But you know, you know. You're looking at yourself like, I made an ass of myself earlier, and nobody knows except for me, and that's all that matters anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. That's what I thought. Okay, good for you. Um, well, that's... Uh, so, to summarize, <laughs> you are not your thoughts... You are, therefore you think, and um, awareness is something that is, it's, it's, it's so hard to remember because it's there 
It's always there, and you, you have just to have to. You have to remember that you cannot not be it. Yeah. We we we're done. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode. On the next episode, we'll find out what the fuck that meant. <laughs> you can't not not be it. <laughs> I hate double negatives. <laughs> They're impossible. <laughs> um. Okay, that's it for this time. Yeah, that's it. Now let's take motherfuckers. motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Calm the Bleep Down is a production of Super Mega Ultra Entertainment and is produced by Michael Beckemeyer, Bradley Kingston, and Amy Altstead. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a five-star review in iTunes. And join the conversation by following us on social media. Just search for Calm the Bleep Down. With any questions or comments, you can send us an email at calmthebleepdown at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon on the next episode of Calm the Bleep Down. Namaste.